Welcome back to Amerisogyny. I'm your host, Hannah Blue. You're listening to episode 32. The Scarlet Letter is real. Now, listener, I know you're wondering, what does she mean by that? The Scarlet Letter is a novel by Nathaniel Hawthorne. It's the story of Hester Prynne, a married woman who fell in love with a preacher. In the Puritan times, in the times of witch hunts, when people, mostly women, were crucified, burned at the stake for stepping to the left or the right of perfection. And at times, It came from a single or more accusations that weren't even proven to be fact. Now, am I advocating for cheating and adultery? No. Follow what I'm saying. They pinned a scarlet A to this woman for adultery. They locked her up. Her neighbors and her husband, who she thought was dead but came back to life, made her life a living hell. The topic of today is judgment. Who has the right to judge and who doesn't? Now, it's important to note that Hester was on the receiving end of an accusation. And when she was brought before the court, the judges had to ask her, was she pregnant? Keep that in mind. They brought Hester in on an accusation. But they asked if she was guilty of what she was being accused of. And she admitted she was pregnant. In 2023, we don't ask anything. Let me correct that. People don't question anything. Doesn't matter if the person makes a statement or not. Some people have decided they are going to crucify people no matter what. There's a celebrity in mind that I'm thinking of. I'm going to talk about her later. What I want to talk about right now is judgment. People judge people for being too fat, too skinny. And I've talked about this before many, many times. And I'm probably going to keep talking about it because I hate sociopathic media. Yeah, that's what I call it. I don't call it social media. I call it sociopathic media. Because social media is an arena for the most toxic, unwell, uncouth, mean-spirited people to come out and be keyboard warriors. Instead of lifting people up, they enjoy tearing them down. It doesn't matter what it is. I get on social media to post business posts, post scripture. I might say a few words. And then I get right back off because I am convinced social media, sociopathic media is not for me. It is not a place for free thinkers. If you are a critical thinker and you have a difference of opinion, you'll get slaughtered. It is not a place where you can show empathy and kindness because if you do, someone's going to question your motives. It's crazy. And I don't have the patience that my friend Connie has. I'm very intolerant when it comes to people and their BS, being unkind, tearing folks down. Uh Uh-uh. I'm not on that. 
I think some conversations should be left in the comfort of your homes. They are not to be brought to social media. And you should never go on social media to tear anybody down. Let me make this clear. It is okay to show kindness, compassion, and concern for someone. You never know who needs that. Your words could be the words that saves someone's life. And I mean that. There is a reason I advocate for mental health. Yes, people die from physical illnesses, but physical illnesses take time to kill you. When your mind is not healthy, it takes seconds to die. Seconds to plan out how you're going to die. Seconds to put your plan in motion. So I harp on people being kind to others because it's important. Some folks, they're just not capable of doing that. Life is a game. And there are some people who are never going to win at the game of life for two reasons. They don't want to or they don't know how. There is no manual we can read on how to live life properly. But there are lessons that come along the way. This is my opinion. The keys to winning at life involve learning from your past mistakes, correcting anything that is negative or toxic in you, learning to show respect to an adversary or an enemy, showing respect to others, period, even if you think they don't deserve it, being humble, believing in yourself and never giving up. These are things that I had to learn through some very hard lessons. When I say life is a game, I mean exactly that. Let me give some examples. When I was little, I used to play Monopoly with my cousins and I made it my mission to own Boardwalk, Park Place, Pennsylvania Avenue, North Carolina Avenue, and Pacific Avenue, because I knew if I owned that entire street, I'd win the game. And I did. I was good at it. As I got older, I started paying attention to the less expensive properties. Baltic Avenue, Mediterranean Avenue, Connecticut Avenue, Vermont Avenue, and Oriental. You see, it's how you play the game. Strategy is important. Now think about it. These are the cheapest properties on the board. However, this is how I learned to win. Starting small and never letting people see you coming. You collect your salary as you pass go, right? But if I owned the entire street and you landed on me, you had to pay me. In addition to landing on income tax, which nobody owns that, but you still have to pay $200. Plus, if you went to jail, No matter where you were on the board, you had to pass me again. Sometimes it's not all about big and flashy. Most times it's about staying humble and low key. I'm going somewhere with this. Keep following me. The most popular pieces to play with in Monopoly, in my opinion, are the hat, the dog, and the boat. The rest of the pieces sometimes never got used. They never had a spot on the board, never had a chance to win. That's how some people are. They will never be used to win at anything. And they know it. 
and they're miserable. So they come on social media and they let everybody know it. They may be shiny like the other pieces that are being used, but that doesn't mean a damn thing. I used to be a gamer back in the day and I used to play Soul Calibur. My character was Cervantes. I loved him. But I didn't start winning with Cervantes until I learned how to play him. And once I did, I learned he was a very powerful character. The person I used to play against always used Ivy. And I hated Ivy because she was hard to beat. Even when I had Ivy, I didn't win because I didn't know how to use her. But Ivy had a lot of power. And if I just learned how to use her to my advantage, I would have won the game. Now, what does this have to do with real life? There is power in opportunities. There is power in being blessed through other people. In order to be a worthy game piece, no one has to pick you. But once you get on that board, you better know how to maneuver yourself so that you win. Getting on social media, tearing people down, that's not it. So let me share what I'm talking about. My sister and I are very close. We talk about a lot of things. In private, we don't get on social media and come for others. So she said to me, have you seen Eva Marcel? I know of Eva Marcel, uh, America's next top model. She was on the Real Housewives of Atlanta, but I can't really say that I'm a fan of hers or that I follow her. So I got on Google, looked her up, and I noticed that she's looking very thin. So I said, hmm, it might be Ozempic. It could be stress because she's going through a divorce, but it wasn't important enough for me to go to her Instagram and comment on it. But it seems like some thought it was their place to do just that. One commenter said, please remember Chadwick and watch what you say. Showing love is easier than spewing negativity. And Eva Marcel gave her a heart. And what she said is spot on. I don't think people have learned from dragging Chadwick Boseman when he was in the late stages of cancer and he lost a lot of weight. And let me put this out there. I don't care how many times I'm going to have to say it. If you're coming from a place of concern and compassion and kindness, don't let anyone silence you. It is okay to say, you know what? Something looks off, but I support this person and we're going to ride with this person. There are people who seek to control what others say because they're crazy and they have no control over their own lives. I think it is absolutely nuts to get into someone's comments and argue over a stranger. I also think it's nuts to screenshot people and make videos when you don't even know that person. Be blessed. But what I'm talking about are the comments that are toxic, mean, aggressive, uncouth. Mm -mm. There's no excuse for that. Here are some comments that I think are okay. Please leave people alone. Most are fighting battles seen and unseen that no one knows about. Correct. Another. She literally just went through a divorce with someone she thought was her soulmate. Also, if she is going through a medical issue, she will share when she's ready. Leave people alone. 
When you lose weight, people say you're sick. When you gain weight, they tell you that you've been getting fat. Just do whatever. ATP. And my personal favorite, she shouldn't even have to say this. People don't know how to just look and keep scrolling. Disgusting. Here's what I see is toxic. The whole mind your business and leave people alone statements are more cringe than the rude ones because if celebrities wouldn't post their business, there wouldn't be comments at all. Celebs, you have to pick your poison. It comes along with the territory. Shrug emoji. She's not actively modeling, so her extreme weight loss is noticeable and concerning. Just don't be mean about it. (laughs) I like this comeback. Somebody posted. Posting a picture isn't posting her business. Celebrities are human and deserve privacy just as you or anyone else. What not to say? This is social media. If you were looking one way and look sickly and don't say anything, people are going to comment. This is a world of free speech. Ha ha ha. People have free speech in this country, not everywhere. And that still doesn't give people the right to be mean and toxic. And in my opinion, here's the best comment of all. Depression and stress will take you down through there. I've been there before. I would never make fun of anyone. People need to understand we are human and have feelings as well as the next. That is spot one. Whether you like Eva Marcel, love her, hate her, or are indifferent, it is nobody's business how she looks. It could be a Zimpic, but hell, that's her business, not mine. The way she lives her life has no effect on me. Sometimes comments can literally push people to the edge. Let's take a detour to South Korea. Now, Eva got dragged because she's too thin. (laughs) Actor Lee Min Ho got dragged because he gained weight. Now, this sickened me. Not only because I'm a fan of his, but... I actually think Appa looks very damn good with the weight on. And I don't feel he deserved the dragging that he got from fake fans. Lee Min Ho is 36 years old. And let me tell you, I don't care if people did not like the King Eternal Monarch. I watch it every damn day on repeat. He made an appearance at a beauty expo in Bangkok. And man, let me tell you, the comments were nasty and disgusting. Somebody said his chin merged with his neck as if they wouldn't hop on top of him if they had a chance. Yeah, right. Another fake fan said, this can't be him. I don't believe it. Another fake fan said, what happened? He used to be incredibly handsome. He still is handsome. He's allowed to gain weight. Somebody said the picture was probably shot at an unflattering angle. I'm not down with that. Sorry. Even though they followed up with all that matters is he's happy and healthy. That's a nice, nasty comment. And they could have kept that to themselves. Another nice, nasty comment. I'm sure he'll lose weight once he starts a new project. Why does he have to lose weight, people? It's rumored that Lee Minho revealed that he has liver problems and that causes him to suffer from water retention when he's tired or doesn't get enough rest. 
I don't know if that's true, but either way, it's nobody's business. It's also rumored that when he's not filming, he doesn't restrict what he eats or work out, but that's nobody's business, even if it's true. Gaining weight is not a crime. He did a photo shoot. I thought he looked stunning, but some people were commenting on how puffy his face was. So what? And some idiotic article had the nerve to state, when viewed up close, it's easy to notice that Lee Minho's face appears noticeably swollen, diminishing his handsome charm considerably. In fact, quite a few opinions suggest that Lee Minho's current appearance seems much older when compared to his seniors like Haiyan Bin and Wan Bin. Says who? Why, because Haiyan Bin and Wan Bin haven't gained weight? He doesn't look older than them. Another toxic comment. I didn't recognize him at all. Kim Tan used to look so cool. He still does. We're talking South Korea here. People commit suicide there on a daily basis. Do people really think that this helped Lee Minho? He's a gorgeous guy, but he has feelings. And he shouldn't have to always look like a starving antelope to please the masses. Yes, he's stunning when he's thin, but he's also stunning when he's thick. What is the problem about this? If I were him, I would give some serious thought to the flakiness of his so-called fans. Some are against him, clearly. Because you can't be for someone if you cannot accept them for who they are. But most of his fans stood up and stood out and supported him, rightfully so. Someone on Twitter said, Yesterday hating Lee Min-ho because he gained some weight. Today, hating Park Seo Jun because he didn't wear a headband. Are you guys all right? You want to hate someone, just hate him. There is no need for trivial reasons like this. Another said, what is wrong if he gains some weight? It's not something illegal. Let Lee Min-ho live his life as he wants. And my personal favorite, he couldn't care less about some bitter nets, Korean social media users, bullies because he is booked busy and loved like no one else now that's spot on he stays booked and busy and his real fans love him just the way he is thin or thick as i said social media doesn't do anyone any favors it's not social it's not friendly there are some people who know how to go on and conduct themselves with compassion and empathy, but it's not always. Now let's get back to what I was talking about in the beginning. The whole Hester Prince scarlet letter thing. Lizzo. Some dancers have come out and accused her of some pretty wild inflammatory things. Eating bananas out of the vaginas of dancers fat shaming one of them here's what i believe i believe in innocent until proven guilty not hearing an accusation and burning somebody at the stake i think people have been waiting to tear lizzo down for a very long time and they took this opportunity 
sharpened it like a blade and stuck it right in her neck. And I think it's really tacky. This whole believe the victim's BS is just that, BS. There are two words why I do not believe every accusation that comes out of the gate. Amber Heard. She lied on Johnny Depp, almost destroyed his career. He lost out on brand deals. He lost out on millions of dollars. He had to take that lion whore back to court to regain his name and reputation. The only ones that stood by Johnny in the midst of her lies was Dior. But he never gave up. He took her back to court and he won as he should have. There are people who will say anything about anyone to get what they want and they don't give a damn about the catastrophic consequences. Now, if Lizzo did it, we're going to hear about it in court. And if she didn't do it, that should be yet another lesson not to jump the gun and automatically believe somebody just because they hurl an accusation. I think that is crazy to crucify someone when you don't really know what happened. And people need to stop leaving comments on her Instagram like, okay, are you just going to really act like nothing happened? You don't know what happened. What is she supposed to do? Hide up under a rock until the situation is over? I think she should continue posting on social media and living her life because no one is her judge and jury. Not in the public eye. People don't realize at any time they can be accused of anything. And how would they feel? But like I said, people have been waiting to tear Lizzo down because she's a big, black, confident woman who is winning the game. I saw one commenter say, don't bring race into it. Let me clear the air on that. When people tell you that, they're gaslighting you. It's crafty. It's shifty. Another thing they say is stop dividing us. Let me ask you something. When in this country were people of color, specifically black people, united with the majority race? I'll wait. In order to divide something, it has to be united in the first place. So let's cut the BS, okay? How do you have the gall to tell people of color to stop dividing us when we're not the ones who caused the division in the first place. When has race ever not been a part of the issue? People can play that game with others on social media, but it will never be with me. The main reason why people don't want people of color to talk about race is because it makes them feel guilty. It triggers internal racism. Oh yeah. And that's not the fault of people of color. Joy Reid did a segment on her show where she talked about affirmative action. And she said something that just spoke to me. She said that some of the kids, majority race, of course, were complaining that she was there in college on affirmative action. Meanwhile, some of their parents paid to have them there. And she said a lot of the complainers were not as smart as she was. And she got there because she was smart. Is that dividing us or is that telling the truth? Come on now. 
Stop catering to these undercover racists. They are the spawns of their racist ancestors, and I have no patience for them. If a white person is not like John Brown, the abolitionist, I have nothing for them. Now, John Brown, that was a cool white dude. Kids, if you've never heard of John Brown, let me give you three amazing books to read about this good man. One is John Brown, Abolitionist, The Man Who Killed Slavery sparked the Civil War, and seeded civil rights. The next one is John Brown Biography, To Purge This Land with Blood. And the third, Midnight Rising, John Brown and the Raid that Sparked the Civil War. John Brown was having nothing to do with racism and slavery. This is a man who wasn't afraid to fight and die for his beliefs. There are a lot of John Browns out there right now. So trust me when I say I don't lump all white people together. Another white crusader that you need to know about is Viola Luizzo. She was born on April 11, 1925, and she died on March 25, 1965. This lady talked the talk and walked the walk. She traveled from Detroit, Michigan to Selma, Alabama and marched for civil rights. She was 39 years old when she was killed by the Klan. She was driving back from a trip with fellow activists, and she was killed. The 51% of white women who voted for Donald Trump, I can't stand, but the women who are exactly like Viola Luizzo, I love. She was not of hatred. She stood for what was right. You know, Ophelia, you may know her from TikTok. Everybody knows her. TikTok, Instagram, she reminds me a lot of Viola because she talks the talk and she walks the walk and she lives in Alabama. There's not a hateful bone in that woman's body. These are the white people I give my time and attention to. Everybody else, you know what you can eat and it's not vegetables. I included John Brown and Viola Luizzo to show even in the midst of chaos and destruction, Kindness and compassion for others are crucial to winning the game. Now, some might say, well, yeah, but they were killed. But baby, they descended into the afterlife freer and clearer than you and I will ever be because they laid down their lives for others. So instead of pinning scarlet letters on Lizzo, Lee Min Ho, Eva Marcel, and more, Maybe we need to stop and think that we are no one's judge and jury. It doesn't matter if they are celebrities. They are human. And so are we. If we do not change the way we think, how we view ourselves and others, we will always be a game piece that never gets on the board. And I'm out of time. If you got something out of today's episode, feel free to follow me. On Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Samsung, Spotify, or wherever you listen from. Be easy. Have a good weekend. And as always, God.